Start out, welcome to season two, episode three. Zicklesby's is the guest. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, hold on. Where is it? There are studio audience. Could not have put it on my soundboard if I tell you that. They are real. But yeah, welcome. <laughs> alright, so. Alright, so, um, Ziggles is a, is a VTuber, so that's why he does no video. So you're gonna see Purpose actually. Little box is gonna show up now, so you can see him there, and Ziggles is at the bottom of the box, so you can see who's talking at the same time. So yeah, all right. So we start the podcast with. Let me get my notes up. That's I'm trying to recite from memory, but I was like, "What are my notes? That's what notes are for. You make notes so you're not confused." All right. So introductions. All right. So introductions and Zigglebees. Oh, Zigglebee or Ziggles. As I say, AKZ, Ziggles. Introduce, tell us something about yourself, what you do. Um, yeah, just give us the 411 on Ziggles. And go. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I'm Zigglesby, or Ziggles. I mean, whatever. But I stream on Twitch, and I pretty much just stream like random games that I feel like playing. And I'm a VTuber because I don't want to show my face. <laughs> but yes. that's pretty much me. The little image, if you see the little image, it's, it's what her face, um, VTuber face, looks like. If you can see yeah. on the, the little window there. But yeah. All right. So, um, yes. And then I met you through Funky, right? Yes, I guess. So. Awesome. Yeah. So, all right. And then, all right. So, that is it. So, um, you also have the update of what you've been going from the last podcast. So, Purpose, you have a two-month gap since we last talked to you. Purpose. Can you actually talk? Is he actually on? Or is it Stefan because he's on the go? I can talk. Alright. So, so what, what's what been going on since the last two months? Hmm. Listen to me in the background. Boy, it's been uh, a while. Now. Um, I have been doing school like always. Uh, almost finished with that. Um, been working a lot. Uh, and playing... Genshin, uh, I played some Diablo 4 beta, and last, last month I wasn't able to make it due to uh, prior uh, plans. My nephew graduated high school and uh, is going away to college, so we were having a birthday slash uh, going away party for him, so I wasn't able to make it last month. But Pretty much more of the same thing that I know. More of the same Just, uh, just, just uh, you know, playing, playing some games and and uh, doing school and work a lot. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, and I'm trying to think of anything interesting happened within the last month. Nope, I've been doing same old too. So I've been streaming. Move the kick. So if you just made it here, we are on a new platform be one of our topics of discussion tonight. Um, but I made it over to Kick. Uh, the transition over here doesn't have the bells or whistles that Twitch does, but there's no ads. There's a lot in us. It's all just me. I'm the only thing here to entertain you and my soundboard. <laughs> that, that's the only thing you get over here. But but uh, being on Kick has been pretty good. Got already to the affiliate part, so subs and everything go towards me. But that does go into the first topic. So the first topic being that um, it's kick streaming. And I don't know if you're familiar with, I know I talked to Purpose before, 
Probably just kind of already kind of familiar with it. Um, I'll give you the kind of the 401 first before we discuss. Okay. So, so um, it was announced from this one Twitch streamer, uh, Trainwreck, and he does a lot of gambling streams. So, his main source of sponsorship is from gambling. It's from Stake.com, which is a casino site. Um, Since so then, Twitch banned gambling back in October of last year. So, what had happened is that they decided to, uh, Twitch decided to partner up with um, people to create a new streaming platform. And 99%, it looks exactly almost like, like Twitch, but with, um, with also gambling now. Gambling and all the different categories is very, like, if you looked at the actual, like, page and looked, scroll through it, you're like, is this Twitch or is this Kick? But he only did that because of the fact that they got rid of gambling and he was really tired with all the, the rules and stipulations that Twitch has gone through changes over the years to create a new site. So, and the one incentive, which is probably a point of discussion, is that 95% uh, revenue split. People think, how can they maintain it? How can they, how can they, uh, how can they uh, literally maintain that? Because servers are hard to maintain. It is backed by Stake, which is a, which is a gambling site, which is, which literally is sponsoring still. If you look at their streams, if you see the streams, they have like, thousands of people in their streams. Uh, so the main focus for Kick mostly has been they're they're doing a platform for everyone, but their main ones are uh, Trainwreck, Aiden Ross, some streamers. But then there's also a little controversy that comes across with having Kick platform where the moderation rules are not yeah. as not, not as hurt. stringent. <laughs> yeah. There's some things that have been come across there. But since you're a streamer, I'll give you the kind of the the head of like any thoughts or any opinions or anything have you heard so far? Because I know you, you literally, I know you probably have heard something. So I just want to poke your brain first and see. Uh, well, I think it's interesting that there's the focus of Kick because I know there are other streaming platforms that are out there, such as like Trovo, that try to take away like a lot of the people from Twitch. But I think my main concern with Kick is the longevity of it and also the lack of moderation because mm -hmm. that's something that. I mean, I personally like protecting my viewers from, you know, hate speech and, you know, harmful things like that. But, uh, I mean, I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know if they have the uh, servers really to take the influx of streamers coming over, but mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see if their business model works and how much it really pulls away from Twitch in the end. That's true. Purpose, any thoughts? I know we discussed this kind of on, on a stream before, but... Any other thoughts to add? Well, I mean, I, I think as far as the platform's concerned, again, I echo the same worries. Um, if we all thought that, that Twitch could maintain at a 95-5 split, then don't think they would be doing it. Um, mm -hmm. They can't. They can't, and it's evidenced by the fact that they had 50-50 splits, and they had to do away with those because they can't. Uh, the sheer amount of influx of streamers that they were having to pay out with the smaller numbers um, that like they have to pay out to even small streamers and while we might not think that that's a whole lot of money it's still money and 
All you have to do is just reach affiliate, and then suddenly you're on the books, right? And right. I think that in the long run, yes, stake is putting a lot of money forth because it makes them a lot of money. But we'll see if they can continue doing that because they were already paying those streamers and giving those streamers enhanced luck in the first place whenever they were um, streaming on Twitch. A lot of people don't even realize that that was a thing, but um, they the, the streamers, they, they could adjust the luck of the streamers and basically give them the ability to catch cards um, because it made it look better. If people are streaming and they see their, you know, their favorite uh, casino streamer, you know, their favorite gambling streamer hitting cards left and right, mm -hmm. then it makes them feel like they could go and gamble and they can hit cards. And... Um, so they were using that money in that way. They were paying out to streamers in that way before. Um, now they're paying out to not just those streamers, but they're paying out to all streamers. And I just don't see a business model where 95.5 can stay. And I think that progressively on the way to what Kick becomes will likely become a much... Um, a much more expected split, 50-50, uh, you know, 60-40, maybe even 70-30. Um, my other concern is that Kick isn't, like, it's its own platform, but it's really not. Um, it literally is, as you mm -hmm. said, it is a carbon copy of Twitch to the point where a lot of people didn't realize that it wasn't Twitch, except for, again, like you said, lack of bells and whistles, lack of features. I had not actually used Kick until today whenever I signed up to uh, check out your stream. Mm -hmm. I went to the browse categories, hit my games. There is no all games category to see all of the games that are available to watch on Twitch. You have to hit the show more and then you get to see seven more. And then you have to hit show more and you get to see seven more. That is abysmal to navigate. Um, when I, whenever I'm going to Twitch, I get to go view all, and then it shows me like 30, 40 games, and then I hit show more, and it just shows me like 30 or 40 more. Way faster, way like more. Faster. Wow. Yeah, it, it's just way better of a way to navigate. And I'm not trying to bash on their, on oh, no, their no. you know, service. It's just, it's still in its infancy. It says beta mm -hmm. under the, the word. It's still beta, I mean, yeah, it does. Yeah. It's it's definitely got it's um, growing pains, and I just I would just like to I'm interested to see where it goes. Exactly, yeah. Like even the um, the release of the app. So the app they released, I think, like uh, I forget how many weeks like last week or Monday. I think it was Monday. I forget, but they only released the iOS. So the app is branching out to the mobile the mobile audience. The interesting part about the app still is that the app store hasn't taken a cut. So like if you give subs, you know, if you give subs on your mobile, there's always that extra point that goes, or dollar that goes to the app store. So I don't know how to even get around that, but but the, the, the Kick app, if you give subs the same as you give on PC right now. So that does also question the longevity of it too. But to put that in perspective, the app does give more 
broader audience than if you are on your PC. You can be on the mobile, you're on the go, but there is no live app yet for for kick on the app. So, and on, and then Trainwreck has been kind of the spokes person for it, so it is still coming. But another aspect to consider that you're right, it is an embassy. Very interesting where it goes from here. And just to come, my experience so far has been very interesting. Like, positive has been like people that I've known have come by, some new people have showed up. Um, it has been so far um, a pleasant experience. And a lot of streamers on here know everyone wants to kind of like grow and rise together. So everyone's kind of still kind of like following people and checking people out. So, and then, and then I guess I do agree the category browsing is still a little, a little um, strange. But, but even in terms of talking about kick, Facebook got rid of the partner program too. So there's only literally only, I think, 10 people that are partnered with Facebook. But Facebook was probably like by this point off to right field. If anyone, I haven't, I've not even, I don't know. Have you guys even gone to a Facebook stream? Because I have rarely ever gone to a Facebook stream. I'm not on Facebook anyway. So I don't oh, know. There you go. <laughs> Um, have you gone Facebook, Facebook streams are pretty much gone. Uh, yeah, they they're not. I mean, they they pushed way too far in the metaverse to really mm. like to really go anywhere with the the stream. Um, one thing that you said, and and I I actually caution is, um, you said that they're not giving any money to the uh like to the app store or anything that mm -hmm. there's no split yeah. there um that'll get there like on iphone it'll just get them delisted they won't be able to download the app that's yeah, what no happened to fortnite how's our buddy yeah yeah that's people discuss the same for, yeah, fortnite. For, yeah for, fortnite did that and they they delisted fortnite on the iphone until something was done i have to look it's, in there if there's anything else different that's going on because i don't know how they're able to do it I oh, there! I, I can I could tell you right now they're opening up the the browser. You're probably uh, paying uh, through Safari, and then if you're paying through Safari, then you're not using it, and you're totally. It's the same way that that uh, Fortnite did it. And gotcha. I mean, they're they're just bypassing uh, part of what. And I mean, I'm using Apple just because you know that was the big one, but. Apple and Google both. They Google, uh, Android, all all the different Play Stores. They all have their contingencies to say you have to pay us. And so, I mean, that, I'm sure that'll come up eventually. Yeah, it's just been really so. I'll see how this goes. That's true. All Hasn't right. Trainwreck also been pretty critical recently of Kick. Yes, too. I think the the Viewerbot. Yeah. I think was the thing. Mm -hmm. I looked it up on them. I don't but, think they uh, found a way to combat that yet. Yeah, I think like, because like, as we've seen on Twitch and people have seen on Twitch, anyone in the Twitch streamer, there's always those people who come up, buy views, buy viewers for, and then I've seen it maybe on one person that I, I've known where like literally the count says 80 in his chat, mm -hmm. there's like no one talking. So, yeah. so, so you can see where it's artificially inflated. But um, yeah, I don't know if anything, anything has yet come across. But Trainwreck has seen that that's been an issue with a lot of the streamers now. But I think that's like a common issue across multiple platforms about the yeah. viewer bot and the artificial view count. But um, yeah, I'm not I sure also, if... oh, 
I also think that it's worth mentioning, I know that you you did send the video uh, outlining um, stakes, uh, stakes backing up kick, and mm -hmm. the the fact that that was uh, kind of kept hush hush, that doesn't look good for the platform. Um, you you have to be transparent. You can't keep things like that in the dark. You can't say yeah. you know a train wreck can't come out and say. You know, I'm, I'm launching this new site and we're going to be doing 95.5 and all this stuff. And then never mention that you're being backed by, like, mm -hmm. the the thing that you're streaming. Like, that's yeah. you. Like, that is that just looks really nice. That is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll have to see. Because I think even, like, my initial hearing about it, I'm still looking into it. Then I was like, steak. I'm like, oh just back so and like yeah I'm, I'm interested to see how this pans out because like i trouble came out just a competitor but i think i have not been in trouble seeing or seen them so i think they may have dropped off the radar i don't know if you guys heard any trouble streamers or anyone who tried to go to trovo and kind of been um, back to trudge i yeah. have a trovo account that i did for the day off twitch and there's a fair bit of people there and um what i like about trovo is that they didn't carbon copy switch <laughs> mm -hmm. um so that was the one thing i was very surprised when i made an account on kick that it is looked exactly, exactly like, exactly twitch, like twitch. except yeah. minus you know half the stuff that we're used to like channel points and mm -hmm. you know all those other fun ways of getting viewers to engage yeah. but um trovo does have a unique way of um having uh, bits and subs that's a little bit different um, but I think people are still on there, but I haven't been on in a while, so I could be wrong. Right. I'm speaking on other other alternate platforms, you know, um, one that we haven't really talked about much is the YouTube platform. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's definitely also got its growing pains. Uh, That's true. But I think that, you know, I've actually interacted with that one way more than I've interacted with anything outside of Twitch. And while I think that the chat definitely needs improvement, the ability to um, interact in a more meaningful way, and they definitely need to uh, work on their latency issues because, like, the, the, whenever you stream and you're, you know, live streaming to everyone, there's definitely a pause that you just can't get rid of. And, or not a pause, but a delay that you just can't get rid of. If they work on like those few things, I think that they really could be a force to be reckoned with also because like the discoverability on YouTube is like, oh, at this point, it's really good. Um, they're getting much better with it. They're, um, if you know how, which maybe they need to, you know, do a better job of, you know, making it so that people can figure out where to go to watch live streams. Because like the honest truth is it's like buried down in your explore tab. And like, you have to go quite a way to figure out where to go to find mm -hmm. the live streams. But yeah. once you get there, like, it's like, oh, this is actually really good. Like, I can't believe that they have such a good platform that they're hiding behind, like, two or three clicks that 
are you know not not as intuitive um and the 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 big worry before and, and what used to be the case was that if you were a youtube creator um making uh youtube content videos are the number one thing that they recommend to people uh now followed by shorts and it used to be that you didn't want to make shorts if you were making videos you didn't want to live stream if you were doing either of the other two things because it highly impacted your visibility on the other like on the other uh, types of content you're creating so if you had a bad short that didn't do well it would directly affect the views of your videos and then if you had a bad video that didn't do well you wouldn't get like suggested and live as much and they they've done away with that they they've really improved a lot in that aspect so if if their pay model is better which currently it is better than twitch then maybe that is also another uh another avenue to go about streaming that's true a lot of twitch streamers yeah the big ones have gone over to youtube from twitch so decide like was it um valkyrie Takuno, um Ludwig, I believe. So yeah. So there there's an avenue there. I feel like even discoverability, because the one thing I do want to kind of plank, because like discoverability is always hard on Twitch. Because I think it's like a very, very, very oversaturated market. Like depending if you play something maybe common, such as like Apex or Call of Duty. There's a ton of Apex and Call of Duty uh streamers out there. And like literally i mean there's niches so like i don't know i feel like some of the smaller ones are like you can definitely expand there but it's something also the point of the but yeah youtube is also i think going from the, the favorites of shorts and i think there were i think even with twitch there were layoffs announced recently the the head of twitch has been pretty much not like helping the platform grow so far so a lot of growing pain so We'll see what happens in the next couple of months. Either kick will be become predominant. Twitch will maybe have to rethink their strategy. Maybe people will go to YouTube. So I don't know. But yes. I, so I think okay. another another big a big point that that expands right there is you talk about this, you know, the CEO of Twitch and you know discoverability on the platform. The CEO of Twitch knows that it's a problem and actively just says that the way to grow on Twitch is to grow a different social media platform and then direct funnel people into Twitch. If yeah. that is the model, like that is just poor. Um, so like as much as I think that Twitch is still the number one streaming platform right now, like I think that if they do not clean up the way that they're going about things, that the, one of these other platforms will overtake them because they just cannot continue to take revenue away while not promoting smaller uh, smaller creators and giving no one an avenue to get in on the platform. 
it, it's just not going to happen. Eventually, your smaller streamers are all going to go to these other platforms and they're going to become the bigger streamers. And whenever they put out those YouTube videos on YouTube, they're not going to be directing you to Twitch. They're going to be directing you to Kick or to, you know, YouTube or Trovo or wherever else. Mm-hmm. And once they start doing that, then Twitch starts to fall. And, and you know, that that's the problem is, you know, you... Everyone thinks that you can't become a big content creator now, but um, you can ask any of the YouTube creators that that just like pop up overnight. Like if you work at it, if you put out the best content you can and learn from every piece of content that you put out and you continue developing your content and honing your skills, you're gonna become big. It's, it, it just takes time and Obviously, there's some amount of luck factor and whatnot to it, too. Right. Yeah. And I think it'll take time with overtaking Twitch, especially oh, yeah. where all the other platforms are currently at. So Absolutely. they have time to get their ducks in a row and everything else. Mm-hmm. So that's good, a good thing for them. But also, it's good to have variety and be on multiple platforms because like Twitch's growth model, it's you're getting your name out there in multiple avenues. That's going to bring people in. So I think it's it, also... Yeah. Something that you, I think you kind of were hinting at is it's also really good just to have competition in the space. Exactly. Um, that, that if there's competition in a space, then that that can only uh, benefit us, the mm-hmm. creators and oh, yeah. the, the creators and the people who are consuming that content. It gives us more features. It gives us better streams. Uh, it gives us, you know just more to more better things to take part in because if if it's just facebook and facebook's just been the best forever then eventually facebook just becomes garbage because they're not incentivized to innovate anymore and they're only incentivized to buy all the smaller stuff and eventually it just becomes a bad platform I, yeah. I use Facebook as an example because it's exactly what happened to them. They just aren't a good platform anymore on literal any level, if you ask me. And it's because they only concentrated on making more money, making more money, making more money. And eventually, at some point, you know, it that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No competition breeds no innovation. Exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. It brings up most point. All right, so I know that have been a big topic because it's a big thing right now, but moving on, <laughs> as they need to progress the podcast, go for it. All right, so and they ask me anything questions. So we do these ziggles. Okay, so wait, can we oh, go sorry. back to the introductions part? Yes, go ahead. What about the intro? Oh, no, we have the I was, key. I was actually, I was actually just messing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, all right, ziggles. So this is gonna be purpose this. I need purpose questions because like watching ziggles over the like the past couple of months, I was like. VTubing, it seems very interesting. Like, I'm just wondering, like, what was the RH? It's like, how did you get into it? Like, how did you decide to do a VTuber? Was that like, it's a technically difficult, like, uh, I mean, to get into it? I, I didn't really feel comfortable being in front of a camera. Um, I initially got into streaming to raise money for the National MS Society. So I got into streaming in a weird way and then found a community and stuck with it. So, 
I used to not have anything there. It was just the gameplay or whatever I was doing. Mm -hmm. And then I think I just saw people have like PNG tubers or VTubers. So I looked that up and it was ridiculously expensive. So I did more research and I found a way to do it for free. And I was like, okay, I can do this. Gives, you know, the people something else to look at and kind of connect with. Because I personally like watching people that have a camera or have something where I feel like I'm connecting them, Mm -hmm. connecting with them in a genuine way. And so I wanted to have that element with my streams and yeah. There you go. That's great because you you uh, you said that you like to consume the content where you like you see them basically, mm-hmm. and yeah. and this is something that I've said to a lot of my my friends that don't use cameras is I'm just like, man, like if I like if I don't know them then I don't have anything to associate to them right like any exactly. avatar or person. And it, it just makes me feel a much more genuine connection to someone whenever I have, like, a visual representation of them. Whether it be a VTuber, a PNG tuber, or whatever, it doesn't really matter if it's if it's Ty's face on the screen or a, an animated face. Mm-hmm. Just that I get to see and, and associate them with something. Yeah, and that's what I kind of wanted to strive for because, you know, with YouTube videos watch a youtube video and never see the person it's just a voice and you're you know whatever else but there's that detachment from it but with live streaming Mm -hmm. it's more about connecting with your viewers to keep them there and having that avenue is really great and i would definitely recommend it for people who don't want to be on camera how's the um the avatar um evolved over the time you've been it has. Like, it has. <laughs> it, it definitely has. I think I started off with a PNG tuber, so it was a very mm-hmm. like it was two images. It was very stagnant, um, so it'd be like a mouth closed and a mouth open. <laughs> and now uh, it's this uh, anime style um, uh, VTuber that's on a free platform. So I downloaded some software and it hooks up to my camera to kind of track my mouth and eyes. It seems to be working pretty well. It's still, you know, glitchy with technology, especially since I'm going the free route. But oh, and the fur um, and the objects too never works. Oh yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> and that I paid for, so I'm a little upset yeah. about that. Oh, dang. <laughs> but luckily, it was only twelve dollars, so you know, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, and then so, I oh, okay. So for for those people out there who are interested in something like that. What what type of software would they be looking at? Like, what what are some of the options out there for so, paid, free, whatever? There are so many different avenues they can go down. Um, you can just type in VTuber on Steam, and there's several different free programs where you can create a custom one yourself, and then use that software to hook up with your camera to track you. And you can also pay for custom ones, which can run anywhere from ones that you can slightly customize to ones that are completely built and rigged custom for you from like Etsy and Fiverr and Ko-Fi or Kofi, I don't know how to say it, but there are so many different ways depending on if you want to go the free route or the paid route. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, obviously these are, these are using, um, cameras that are that are rigging the the character to recognize facial recognition uh, recognition or whatever to see when you're speaking and whatnot Mm -hmm. um 
how uh, how demanding is it on your on your system if you are using like, like say you're streaming from one PC? How demanding would that be? Uh, well, I only stream on one PC, and I haven't had any issues with it. I can't give you the stats per se, um, so I don't know how much it's really you know bogging my computer down. But um, there are other ways where you don't have to use a camera and it's just recognizing your if you hook it up to your microphone so it will react to the sound and move okay. or you could just have hotkeys and manually do it yourself but oh, that's i know that i would never be able to keep up with that like right. i have hotkeys for my vtuber to do different expressions and i don't even remember what they are so <laughs> yeah i just yeah. leave it how it is <laughs> there you go all right yeah, I found that very interesting because I think just watching because I don't I never really sat and watched a VTuber and Ziggles. I'm just going to compliment you have a very awesome voice. Oh, thank you. Also, so because it's very it's very smooth. You almost rival Venus's voice. If you ever heard Venus, you I know have I'm, not. I'm but about. I, I will take yeah. it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, definitely, um, definitely, and then the foot. What about <laughs> hey, how did the foot one come up? I got to ask that one more one more time. How did the foot? Uh, so, um, I don't know if everyone in Boopy a ghost, um, but she's one of, a, she's a great person that's in several of our communities, very hilarious, and um, she made a joke a long time ago about uh, to save money for a PC, she would be selling foot pics. So I donated like 25 bucks to her, and I was like, okay, I want green nail polish. And so she painted her nails green and sent it to me. And I'm like, oh, so Spoopy likes feet. So ah. I then saw on Twitter this person that made a free foot tuber. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this just for this person. And it just became a thing from there. <laughs> so promo, Ziggles is doing a 24-hour stream tomorrow. So the foot VTuber the foot can come out. will probably come out, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at one point. If you're a foot person. Just saying. Okay. It's a very right. well moisturized foot. I will say that. It's, yes, it's very. And then the, the, the toes wiggle with. They do. With the, with the voice, it's very nice. <laughs> I like. Okay. This is, so if 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 Ziggles ever changes or or switches platforms from Twitch to Kick, then look out because the the foot tuber definitely has come out more. Yeah, that's kick. a very kick. <laughs> sure. Sure. Very sure. All right. So another topic, I know I focus topics around movies because that's usually whatever I do in my free time. But Scream Six, has either of you seen Scream Six? Put this way first. No. I've Singles? not, but I've heard a little bit about it. <laughs> okay. Alright. So the whole topic is the tropes. So Scream Six is set like a typical horror movie, but has all the tropes like, you know, don't go, you know, don't go like upstairs into the house or never go alone, never have sex, you know, like all the typical tropes. Mm -hmm. This is the sixth movie in the franchise and this one has decided to kind of break out of the tropes. So based on the article, something like, like you always think like one of the big things, legacy characters are safe. In this case, legacy characters aren't safe. Many people returned from the other movies. Courtney Cox came back. Hayden Panettiere came back. Um, they made reappearances in this movie. I can't say much to spoil the, the plot of it, but they came back. But they were not safe in this movie. This is one of the tropes. Anything like anyone can become a casualty was a big one. So literally the killer had wasn't just killing, you know, the people that were in the movie. He killed random people. So like a lot of the 
lot of the tropes were, were getting broken in this movie. And like, the one other thing it broke literally was, was even also like, well, it's in there. But it's, it's a trope that that's the final, like, whoever's left over, they become part of, part of the new franchise. And I forgot Scream 6, uh, Scream 5 existed until I saw it again. I was like, wait, there was a Scream 5? But there was a Scream 5. But, um, but Scream 5 went into Scream 6 with like the continuation of the story. And also, it left the place where all the Screams... All the Screams movies were shot in the same place before. Um, and then also with, like... Like, there was no predictability. The killer broke the pattern. Like, it wasn't the same as in previous movies. The, there was more bigger, bigger budget, wilder spectacles. Like... This is like okay, and this is why uh, this is why I kind of brought it up because like the fact that you see in Hollywood now, a lot of things are either repeating themselves or going back to to something like intellectual content that was popular once and reinventing it. Hence, um, I'm trying to say what would be the the best example currently, like um, Star Wars. So Star Wars, even though it's progressing past, like Purvis can probably chime in. It's like like. Going from eight and nine to, I think, right? Yeah. No, seven, eight, nine. That it kind of had the same tropes as the previous movies. But is that, yeah, yeah the previous. So, like, is that for nostalgia? Is that the fact that they need to come to something new? But I think Scream 6 did an excellent job of breaking out of that and trying to, to progress. So, the thing is, like, any other franchises would you want to see? Because, like, there's a lot of creatures, like Jurassic Park is having a new one coming out. Can they continue the formula? Um, Indiana Jones is still going on. Can they continue that? I think they're actually going to stop Indiana Jones, actually. This is something I read. Is it really like, still going on? It's still going on. With Harrison Ford, <laughs> to be true. So, yeah. like, it's like, can any franchises that you hold dear to your heart, maybe only went three and out or one and out, that you think could have gone more and started to evolve and break out of the trope of the trilogy? Like, any prime example of a trilogy that could be outside of three movies do you think to think about it because i know a lot of them right now i think like there's a lot of movies out there that i think that i've done that but there's any ones that i've only done three and out that could do more than three i personally think no um i think some things need to just end where they are and you know Fast and Furious with like eleven films. Yeah, sometimes when you prolong it, it just same regurgitation over and over again. If it breaks some tropes, that's great. But at the end of the day, it's only going to do so much. Um, and I just I would like to see more originality all in all in the movies. Um, it's there's not many movies that I want to see anymore <laughs> because that's of that, true. So, yeah. What about that's you, Service? Um, I I think that whether we want them to change or not, they're going to make what That's why we have the ten Fast and Furious coming out. That's why yeah. you know Indiana Jones has a new movie coming out next month. Mm-hmm. Like we have these movies because it's just what people go to see, and people mm-hmm. don't experiment. People don't go and and watch something new. New IPs aren't nearly as successful as old IPs. And so they're taking a chance anytime that they make a new IP. And as a result, you, like 
you're, you're betting on on something that that is you know it's really a crapshoot you're not sure yeah and that sucks because again this this stifles originality it stifles um the uh the entire entertainment uh industry because we're too worried about what's going to make the most money and the most money is going to be made by marvel star wars all these things um i I don't necessarily think it's popular thought it's more about them just hey what's the easiest thing we can crank out and get our money returned with (laughs) well it's yeah i mean the easiest thing is always going to be something that's already there because people will go see it Mm-hmm. They are they're already familiar with it. They, all the work's already done, and you know, like you you talk about uh, movies going away from tropes and things like that. I think that um, the some of the problem with that is actually people get upset that they moved away from yeah, exactly. the, the the trope that they went for and. Um, you know, anymore, yeah. like, um, I went, I went to go see John Wick 4, uh, this last week and I went in knowing what I was going into. Um, you know, I, I know what a John Wick movie is. I know what I'm going to see. I came out of a three hour movie that, uh, in the words of, you know, uh, Nuka, she said, well, that could have been like a 30 minute movie <laughs> yes it yes it could have but the trope of yeah. john wick is that he's gonna shoot somebody six yeah. times and then still have to you know double tap him in the face and so it you know it it's just a really complicated thing where i love going and supporting new movies because um it, it it puts more content out there, right? You know, right. maybe if I if I go to see this movie, then maybe I'll get a second one of it because I'm not gonna get another new one. Like, so like, yeah, it, it sucks. The one thing I would see, but it's kind of random tangent now. I just thought about it. I don't know if you guys are Power Rangers because I was born in that time period. Part and like, mm-hmm. I from Power Rangers fans at all. Yeah, Kimberly and Tommy are meant to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. So, like, the reboot of the movie failed terribly, even though it was live action and, like, to try to revamp it. But then they are bringing the 30th anniversary to Netflix. And then possibly they're going to maybe branch out to maybe a 14 plus. So not a kid series, but a 14 plus series. So maybe that will might bring more life back into the Power Rangers franchise. And that I would have loved to see more into the Power Rangers franchise for all the kids that are now adults because people that grew up with that show remember that but now all the kids that are in watching like it's the same it's literally like power rangers has gone through every reiteration it's the same almost the same kind of like process but a different style and it's like it's gone over and over again for kids it's great but then once you get to the audit that's what i want to see it's a good mighty morphin or power rangers franchise continuation that is geared for the older audiences and rather than the kids but a young audience yeah that would uh, be great yeah i would watch it yeah. yes exactly but uh, to give you some numbers now scream 
just looked it up. Scream 6 had a budget of 33 to 35 million. Their first weekend in the box office, um, they grossed about uh, 44.5, but now they're running right now 142.3 million. So it's doing well, being that it's kind of broke out of the tropes and everything. Um, so just saying, some ways, like, you know, like two of his molding ultra powers, but. If anyone watching from, you know, trying to create something new, create something new. <laughs> we were, we're getting to the point where everything seems to be recycled from something. And there. And then even another Transformers movie is coming out. I don't even know what, what story is progressing, what, how they figuring it out. Like, it's like the beast now. I don't understand how they even got to this point. So I'm, I'm, I'm totally lost there. But Look, we yeah. got to this point because they haven't done any movies that are live action with the B spots, okay? We got to yeah. do the B spots because they were cool. Yeah, sorry. There you um, go. Uh, to, to go back a topic uh, or a point in the topic, uh, rest in peace, Jason W. David Frank. Uh, yeah. We will be missed. Tommy forever. Mm hmm. Is that right? Mm hmm. Tommy forever. All right. Moving on. Ziggles, your turn to figure, do you have an ask me anything question for a purpose myself? Uh, how did you guys meet and start doing all this? Oh, the origin of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I what was- What does PPP stand for? You never know. The world will never know. If you weren't there day one, it could be anything. It could be, there's some merch on my site. It's like tarantula, something. Party, I can't remember exactly, or toilet paper party. <laughs> toilet paper party was yeah, something like that. Yeah. So like, what happened was that um, well, I met per I know purpose beforehand, but the only reason why the podcast got started was like I was streaming for a while with one of our friends, um, um, Joe, uh, used to be Tim, but now they go by Joe. Um, but we were playing a game, and we were like just on there, and then uh, Vitas hopped in our chat because we were like she's like you guys are too old you shouldn't be up here so long so we just started talking and then i think we were just going on and on and then i don't know how purpose how did you get ripped in to coming in because we were talking about what dungeons and dragons or something at that yeah, point you, you all started talking about wanting to like explore dungeons and dragons a little bit and things and like you you just kept driving on and I was supposed to go to sleep like two hours ago and <laughs> I was just listening mm -hmm. and then I was like then it was like Venus had jumped in mm -hmm. and and you guys were talking and then I was just like ah screw it I'm jumping there in goes. on this we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk some more yeah, it was much over. easier to talk in the in the Discord than it was to talk like in the chat also so. yeah yeah exactly. So, so we I think at that point, I think at that point, I had actually already said, "Hey guys, I'm going to bed." In the chat, and then uh, like like thirty minutes later, I'm just like, like, never like, mind. I'm, I'm like, never just mind. Just go ahead. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we farmed that. Started doing monthly. We've kind of like whittled down now. We're just me and purpose, but purpose is like I'll still do a video. I'm like, sure, if you want to do it, I'm all for having someone to bounce, you know, conversation off too. So purpose is still here. I'm still here. And as it goes, it's just, nice. no, just a guess. So we're still continuing once a month. It's kind of a tradition. We're just merch in the store in case of that. But that's how we kind of got started. I knew Purpose beforehand because um, 
his uh his uh partner significant other wife luca is also a streamer so i met him through her and i think the one person the interesting part the first impression of purpose is like purpose you're a great mod i gotta be like purpose and then literally <laughs> purpose is like i don't know what happened first you kind of like did you take a step back and you're just like oh, a lot of people here they can mod now or are you still doing what's your opinion of that My yeah so it was it was kind of um i was modding and we didn't have any other moderators that make this stream at the, I mean, we had a couple, but it was like, they weren't always there. And I was just always in the stream. And it was also part of the starting of the stream, right? Um, mm -hmm. In the beginning, in the beginning hours of that stream, it was like, you know, we need these commands made. We need, you know, all this different stuff being done. And so Nuke is a, busy streaming so i just decided well you know they're asking for this type of command they're asking for that they want this to happen and and so i was just while moderating i would be in the background just kind of like looking into well how do i do this how do i accomplish the thing that they're asking for how do i make a death counter and you know in chat or whatever and um eventually i I had just gotten to the point where, you know, I was still there all the time, but we did have like Ty is a, a really good mod and and Ty was moderating a lot and um we had Tim come in and uh Joe now uh and Joe was modding and, and we just we had gained enough mods that were there all the time that I didn't have to be as involved in that portion of the modding um and i was able to kind of pull back in and pull up Kenshin? Take a well no not, not pull up Kenshin. <laughs> I, I mean i i did pull up Kenshin sometimes but you know i was able to more observe and and you know mm -hmm. uh, help the stream in a different capacity you know like be more more critiquing and and hey how can we improve this how can we, i i noticed this was bad about the stream how can we address that problem and and try to try to go about it that way instead of just being the mod i was able to more you yeah. know help out in that way so exactly very cool exactly all right yes yeah, so that's how we oh, yeah that's that's that's, that's that's why i don't that's why i don't mod quite as much or, or do as much and and at this point and and that you know um nuka's moved to being a day streamer most of the time well i'm at work during the day so i can't mod as yeah. well from my phone twitch is a complaint of mine about twitch is their their moderation from the twitch app on your phones is just garbage oh, so yeah. it really yeah. it really makes it harder for me to do anything in that way and then also you know, um, Nuke has garnered a really good community where there isn't much moderation needed. You know, we don't mm -hmm. have people, and whenever people do pop in and they and they do something wrong, like the, the community's all over. I'm like, hey, just get, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't do that here. Right. And, and so, you know, it, it just it's just a lot easier for for me to you know be able to do other things. And, and, mm -hmm. And that leads into the Ketchin segment, 
which I know you're missing your partner in crime. And I know I said I was going to try. I, I did try. Attempt. And then it fell by the wayside. I don't know why. Maybe I got kind of sidetracked thinking. But what's going on in Genshin world? And Tickles, do you play Genshin at all or not? I, do. I do. I need to play again now. <laughs> oh, oh, there you no. go. There's someone to talk to. Oh, <laughs> you played it too. Okay, yeah. so um, today they dropped the uh, 3.6 special program, which is what they call... Uh, their announcement videos when they announce the new content that's coming and they talk about the couple new characters they have and whatever events are coming up in the next uh, month and a half. Uh, 3.6 looks really cool. I think that um, I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. They're, they're releasing, releasing a much anticipated character that was announced as being a playable character um right after leeway was released and they're finally two two uh two entire uh areas of Tevat later they're finally releasing uh baiju will come out uh next month or this this month now or yeah next month tomorrow uh but they, they'll uh <laughs> the, they're releasing Baiju and then Kava, and Kava's a really cool character. I'm really into them. I don't know if I'll pull on those characters. Um, much anticipated, but my account's pretty stacked, and uh, I really need to work more on my weapons than I do on my characters. I have plenty of characters to, you know, I have good rounded teams. I just need better weapons for them. I've been pulling on weapon banners this uh this banner pool and i got a five star just not the one that i wanted from the banner and that was disappointing uh but it happens and i've been having a lot of fun with it i think that the game is uh definitely looking pretty cool they they uh they have a lot of cool stuff coming in the pipeline and uh, just the amount of, again, going back to what I've said the last couple of times, the amount of content in Samaru is just insane. Um, I finally, after playing for a year and three months now, I have finally 100%ed, uh, Mondstadt. So there's nothing left for me to do in Mondstadt aside from whenever they do events there. And I'm working on Leeway now. I'm currently caught up on all of my story quests. I have everything completed as far as story is concerned. And the story is great. And I can't wait for the Nahida Part 2 uh, story to come with 3.6. It's going to be awesome. And I can't wait to see. Last time they almost made me cry with that story. So we'll see if they can do it again. I'm okay. I'm just curious though, because I was wondering, is Genshin is not on not on any portable platforms right now? Is it just on the PC currently? It's on. No, it's on. It's on PlayStation. It's on uh, oh, yeah, PlayStation, all, yeah. mo all mobile devices. As far as like your phones, it, oh, okay. it plays great. It plays great on phone, um, oh, and okay. then it's on PC. I think, um, I, I think that's my downside because it's on PC. I'm stuck. I don't never sit down this long enough to do it. Oh, go ahead, sorry. 
it's currently in development on Nintendo on the Switch, but that's been in development for like a year now, a year uh, and a half, and like they, I, I think that they're just running into issues with the power of the the, the system. That and then also it's an online game and with it being an online game like the Nintendo Switch if you don't have a hardwired it's just not good online. That makes so sense. Yeah. over Wi Fi Nintendo Switch is just kind of a dumpster fire. So we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe with the release of the unannounced Switch to the uh, world's worst kept secret, uh, maybe we'll we'll see them release it for that. Um, I'm surprised that they haven't released it on the Xbox. I assume that there's a reason, but maybe they have some sort of exclusivity deal with, with PlayStation. Possibly, I do know yeah. that they have they have like they have like weapons and like different like cosmetics that are exclusive to PlayStation that you like literally like you can use your account on PlayStation and on PC and like if there's like the one of the weapons they give you it literally just says on it playstation network only if you use this and you're not playing on a playstation it it, it does nothing like what okay <laughs> okay i guess you oh. can only use that on playstation like it's on your account on the pc you just like it's just a cosmetic on pc gotcha. i think that's my downside because i think because like it's on pc i need to i guess try it on my phone and see yeah eventually. on the that's on the phone time. so my my complaint about the phone is anytime that you're dealing with the phone game you're dealing with the control thing on your phone right? right but if you if your phone is able to pair with a controller it does support controllers, so like oh, you man. you could just plug it into your like you could just you know hook it up hook up a controller to your phone and and play it on phone if you really wanted to. I mean, yeah. my preferable platform is the PC, but I do understand where you know if you don't have time to sit down in front of a PC, or if you're in front of your PC you just want to be doing something else, it can you know it can very much uh cause issues for playing mention so gotcha yeah. okay good point i will make a conscious effort this time right. this month <laughs> to try and put some time into it so goes i suggest you try the same to see you get back into it uh, yeah. i was gonna ask <laughs> I need what, to uh ziggles what is your opinion on the game and why are you on a hiatus or not playing uh well i recently not yeah. too far into it. I'm not even to the point where I can play play yet. But um it it seems like a nice free knockoff of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> if that's not horrible to say. But I mean it's in terms of like the monsters and everything else and it's very similar to Breath of the Wild in my opinion. Um but it's really fun. Um one of my friends recommended it to me and I don't know. I just I have so many games that I forget that they exist. I hyper focus on one thing, and <laughs> nothing else. I'm the same. I've been doing Tarkov for a bit, so I've been hyper focused on Tarkov. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear that. I I definitely do agree. It definitely um, it mimics Breath of the Wild in many ways. Um, 
it's it's one of those games though where and I've we've we've talked with Ty a lot about it where the story is just so damn good. Yeah. Like the, so um Nuka and I we have three daughters and they all three play also. And my oldest daughter she um she is she's fourteen, so you know, she's in those teenage years and boy the amount of times that she's just like, just go away. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Vincent right now. Or I don't like. You walk in and you're just like, are you crying? And she goes, no, just walk away. <laughs> so I don't want to. Because like, you get so attached to these characters and the and the stories behind the characters and the things that you know. There's a lot of them are so relatable and. Even though it's like an anime kind of game, and and it's very you know not uh, not set in a real world, like you can still identify with how the characters are feeling and the emotions they're going through, and you, you grow connected to them. And then whenever something bad happens or something you know just sad happens, something tragic, and you're just like oh, like your heart kind of breaks for them. And and some of the characters are just so well done, like. Um, there's one of my favorite characters, Shao, um, he, like, just, you, you listen to the way that he talks about his position and what, what he does and, and, like, what he's been through in the past and, and his losses and things like that. And you're just like, this poor guy doesn't deserve any of that, like. He's just so kind-hearted. He just mm. wants to help everyone out, and and like he has to endure all of this pain and suffering on the behalf of you know just doing what's right to help others. Like that is wow. It, it like again, the characters are just so good, and the story's so good. I guess I should pay attention to the characters a little more. I you you would not like the nicknames I have for my characters. Oh, I have, I have nicknames for the characters for sure. Like, um, you know, uh, Spoopy a ghost really dislikes me for for calling Amber useless, but she's useless. I... She is. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell don't tell her that. She get upset. Yeah. Oh, I. Yeah, I'm not nice to. I don't think I've been nice to any of the characters so far. <laughs> um, so yeah, the uh, the beginning characters, the ones that you get in the very beginning, your Kaya, Amber, Lisa. Um, oh, is Kaya the blonde the, one? No, Kaya is um, the the blue haired guy with an eye patch. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, those characters, like, the first few characters that you unlock, like, oh, man, some of them I could just tear into. But, like, <laughs> but then there's, there's, like, like, Lisa and Amber are the two worst for me. Like, I, I just don't, their characters, I don't resonate with, like, I don't resonate with their characters. And, and they really feel, like, very... Like Lisa feels like this this the the trope of the you know overly uh, flirtatious woman that like is constantly you know like 
She's her, the electric witchy looking one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like her personality, I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. whatever she's like calling me honey and all this stuff. I'm just like, yeah, why? Why are you doing like I don't understand? And then mm-hmm. like and then Amber, she's just she's just useless. And then and then you have Kaya, which Kaya's just like he's getting a little better. They've they've not really done a whole lot with him since the first few quests like they kind of just drop off and you don't ever see them again and then all of a sudden out of nowhere like they just started talking about them again so that yeah. that's like and his character's kind of a little cooler once you get to know a little bit of his backstory but um more of the characters that you get like from banner pools and stuff um and they, like as you so you said that you're still in the beginning of the game yeah um as you progress through the game, you're going to unlock, like, there's more than one storyline going on, you know? Like, there's the there's the story quest, mm-hmm. and then there's the Archon story quest, and that, that all has to do with, like, your journey with the different gods of the different regions, and getting to know those gods of the region. And then um, you'll have uh character story quests and those character story quests are really where you get a lot of the the meat of this character that i barely know that i just pulled off of a banner like this really tells me their story and where they came from and what they're up to and how they relate to the traveler and things like that um then you get like the hangouts and like the hangouts are just like a a small story where you just like go through this small little story um and you're just hanging out with a specific character and like going through like a a day or two with them and like you know helping them with something and hanging out with them and and those are the type the the character story quest and the and the um the hangouts are where you really get a lot of the 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 lore behind the characters and and you really get attached to them and then you'll run into them within the normal story quest and the archon story quest and then you're like well i already know about this backstory to show and now you get to see him like you know lose more within this quest and you're like oh my gosh now i'm seeing it firsthand like he's told me about this stuff but now i get to see him lose more and it's like that that's kind of what touches you and and really gets you attached to characters i feel like i feel like they just do a really good job and it's one of like for me stories and games don't matter um most of the time the way i play games for example, I play a lot of, like, I, or I should say I used to. I used to play a lot of shooter games. What mm-hmm. story is there to a shooter game, right? You're just shooting at people. Yeah. And then I play a lot of, like, Diablo uh, ARPG-type games where, where like, the, the there's a lot of lore to those games. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you that the escape button is my favorite button. Because then I get to skip all that lore, get straight <laughs> exactly. to the action, and yeah. itemize my character, and that's really what I'm after. But with this game in particular, like they did a really good job of just making me feel attached to the characters to the point where it's like I'm not hitting the spacebar button unless it's just a story that's like 
a super side story niche like you're like with a character that you're never gonna see again like just an npc you're never gonna see again i might skip some of that but like for the most part like i will watch every cutscene. i will listen to all the dialogue i will read all the dialogue with the important characters and i feel connected to those characters and they they like i don't know how they did it but they they presented the game in a way which actually made me feel like i cared for the characters and i actually don't want to skip their dialogue hmm, that's good yeah well there you go that answers that question so so Paris, as a segue into that did you have a ama question maybe for ziggles or myself yeah, that's hard because I didn't think about this. <laughs> so I probably we, we, went, we, went, we went straight from my segment straight into my question. Dude, question, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Ziggles, what kind of games do you like to play? Uh... Aside from Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch is very fun. Um, I've gotten better at Overwatch too. I'm saying, but yeah, go ahead. I like a variety of games. Um, my first, like, I didn't really get into gaming until college. Um, so, Mass, the Mass Effect uh, series was really big for me. Um, that probably got me into gaming. And then when I initially started streaming, I was a Call of Duty streamer, pretty much, <laughs> exclusively. Oh, wow. I would not have expected that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I I used to love playing Cyber Attack and stuff like that and mm -hmm. just trolling people on there. It was just really fun because, I mean, especially, you know, sounding very feminine and, you know, that type of space, you mm -hmm. definitely get yes. lost quite a bit. That's so true. I like to have, you know, my fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean... RPGs a little bit, but I mean, I'm constantly hitting skip on the story half the time where I'm making the story up in my head. Um, but yeah, I just like, I mostly like community games, uh, multiplayer games, stuff like that. Cause um, I guess I got into gaming with uh, my boyfriend at the time. So I got into it watching initially. So anything that had a good story or that I could relate with someone else about and just hang out watch it play it something like that and multiplayer games you know you get to hang with your friends so i'm not mm -hmm. too picky um but i'm not necessarily very skilled either being a relatively new gamer so yeah just kind of a wide variety <laughs> watch us stress out a plate out tomorrow it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> if you just if you didn't see the last hour, oh my god, you see the stress. It's like, and then like the, the second round, she's like, I don't, you don't want the phone, so we just we just forgo the phone for the whole time. But we're doing good. We're doing good. Yeah. But yeah. Until the grief but, piled up. I'm very competitive. That's that's a problem yeah. that I have. I take things seriously. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Nice. That's very interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't expect you. I couldn't picture you playing. Call of Duty. That's 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 an interesting thought because I see you play Overwatch a lot, and I know you're pretty good at Overwatch. I'm just like, and I was trying to channel when I was doing, I was playing with my friend uh, Gishi today, and I was like, I was like Mara, I was like, I know, I know Ziggles likes Mara a lot. Let me see if I channel how she does. So I was like, heal, stream, throw balls. So I was trying to figure out how to how to play I mean, that. It helps that well. if you kind of 
angrily shout, get jizzed on. No, get jizzed on. Oh, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, while you're doing exactly. it. It definitely is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so definitely, yeah. I haven't, I see you play a couple different games, but I'm very interested. Not to plug it. Ziggles has a two year anniversary, 24 hour stream tomorrow. So definitely you want to catch yes. more Ziggles. She's going to be starting like around noon Eastern. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so Nunez for at least 24 hours. And she says she'll play call games, so just gotta show up whenever, and she'll be like, you're here, we'll play, you know, yeah. a call game. So I, I guess that's how it works. I'm gonna show up one time and be like, all right, I can do Phasma, play it up, or whatever. So we'll see. How I have goes. all of that, so we can play yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But um, so definitely, yeah, that was very interesting for sure. All right, so we reached that end. We're gonna cap the podcast off, but the podcast off is one of the things that I love to talk about is what is making you happy this week? Could it be something that you did, something that you experienced, something maybe guilty pleasure on TV that you've been binging. And we'll start with the guest Siggles. What has been making you happy this week? Uh, well, I guess hanging out with my friends in Discord. Um, I do that quite a bit. We tend to binge TV shows in there. Um, right now we're watching a rather depressing one. Uh, we're watching Handmaid's Tale because I haven't seen that. But oh. uh even though that's depressing, it's still nice hanging out with friends. So just ignore the content and just think of the happy part. <laughs> oh, but what about you guys? I purpose gonna hit me because I, I say this usually every time. It's currently <laughs> The Mandalorian and <laughs> and the um Star Trek. They're all at the same time. That's why I'm like, this is I fight overload for Bia. Like, I gotta watch one show in the middle of the week and then um Yeah, yeah watch wait, yeah. Mandal- wait, Mandalorian and I forget what days it come on. Wait, is the new Mando episode out? I might have missed it. But yeah, yeah I can watch them both, both Yeah, both at the same time. So like sci-fi shows in the particular genres that I really purpose like Mando I'm a big Mando fan. If you don't know, my emotes on here are all Mandalorian mostly emotes. I'm a big fan of that and then Star Trek or Picard. That's just like it's been hitting so good. Because literally see that one right there. This is like it's been hitting so good because of like next generation cast is back in it so you get to see them like 20 years later from when they were in the show mm-hmm. so it's literally it's just like it's been a nostalgia trip after star wars are and that but that's been making me interesting and i i will keep that in mind purpose till next month i won't say the same thing again because i said star trek lower decks for like two months in a row and i was like did mm-hmm. i say that twice i did say that twice i mean if you gave me mm-hmm. gave me um very much very much if you, uh if you said it last week that. that means we get three months in a row so yeah exactly <laughs> three months in a row but um yeah but yeah that's been pretty much on the on the um what's been very interesting for me this week purpose anything going on with All you right. yeah i i actually have a longer list okay thank you thank oh. me happy um so first off uh this goes back uh, a couple weeks uh and it also is man and lion uh but when did stormtroopers learn how to shoot? Because uh, they were like, they they were actually uh, pretty decent at shooting uh, in one of the recent episodes, and they were like hitting targets and, and I mean not moving targets, but like they were hitting <laughs> stuff. Uh, but um, I thought that uh, that that was kind of cool that they're uh, defeating their trope of stormtroopers can't hit anything. Uh, and the, uh, another thing is, uh, I mentioned it earlier, uh, D4, 
I played the last two weekends. I played in the the uh, the beta and the open beta, the closed beta and open beta. Um, I know that a lot of people dislike certain parts of it, blah, 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 whatever. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I thought that uh, the depth could oh. be great. Oh, Spoopy, we were talking here. about you. A lot. Yes, a lot. <laughs> um, I'm happy because Spoopy showed up uh, for the podcast. Um but D D four, um, I super was into that. I uh, I made three different characters over the two weekends. The level cap was twenty five. I hit twenty five on two of the three of them. Uh, one of them I didn't because I decided that I was going to necro whenever necro uh, was released on the second beta weekend. Um, Super excited. I think there's going to be a lot of depth to the characters. I think that the game looks really good. And I think that what issues they do have, they have a good opportunity to fix uh, if they want to. And if not, I think that they're not big enough abilities. Uh, really, they're not big enough uh, issues that I really care. Um, and then finally, uh, even though I'm happy about it, but I'm also stress as I'll get out um, this coming weekend I will start remodeling my bathroom uh, we have to tear everything out and we're going to be putting a new floor new uh, I think that so we had a leak spring in our tub and uh, it has caused damage to the flooring and so I have to do new subfloor possibly some repair to joists and uh, gonna have to redo all the flooring while we're at it. May as well just redo the walls and put in all new everything because why not? I mean, if I'm Makes already sense. tearing yeah. every bit of it out, then I may as well just remodel the whole thing. And so I have a friend coming over. We're gonna start that next Friday, and it's gonna be a great time. Um, and again, Foofy showed up to the. Uh, <laughs> to the podcast and that is great it that was great too <laughs> there you go there you go all right i will so the, i will not i will not mention the uh the, the, the for one the, the, character the that i mentioned earlier amber is a great character <laughs> amber is a great character i always called it out oh wait only percent ah there there you go. Alright, so we're going to end it there, but Ziggles, where can people find you? Just give a reminder. Uh, right now on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Zigglesby. Zigglesby, there you go. Alright, so we're going to end the podcast here. We'll be back. We'll be back uh, next month with a new guest. Um, we'll see if we'll be on kick. You know, that's how it's going to progress. We talked about it a lot, but we'll see where we'll end up there. Uh, thank you, Purpose. Thank you, Ziggles, for being here. I have to figure out this this reading system was broken earlier, so let me see if I can figure this out and see where we're going if we're right somewhere. Uh I'm gonna put the ending screen up though. I have to put the ending screen up. They're still here. You can they can still hear you. But we're ending here, so let me see. Alright, let's someone looking go to Don't say anything weird. <laughs> don't say anything weird. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but um yeah, so I, I would like to point out I only completed one 
of my daily quest while playing Genshin during the stream. And uh, that's that's actually an accomplishment because that normally takes me like five minutes to complete all four. So oh, there you go. I, I was only playing Genshin maybe a minute. Out of the <laughs> <whole> <laughs> out of the it was open the whole time, but yeah. it was open the whole time, but I was not playing this time. Uh, 